Welcome back to The Current. I'm your host, Danny Wexelman, and I know, I know it's been a while, but we're back. We're back in action. The Riptide's second season is less than two months away. How hyped are you? I'm super hyped. And it's time to get to know a few more of the guys who are going to be representing the Riptide this season. Damon Edwards comes to the island after having spent the last eight seasons with the Toronto Rock. He's almost spent a decade in the NLL, and we're going to dive into what a seasoned vet like himself brings to this young team, the incredible work he's doing off the floor with Damon 45, which is helping grow the game of lacrosse to a larger range of kids. Plus, I'm going to find out his favorite cheat meal because this guy is super healthy. But before we get to Damon, a really quick word from our sponsor. Unfortunately, orthopedic pain doesn't stop in a crisis. With Orlin and Cohen's temporary transition to an on-call practice, neither does the opportunity to receive care. Offering both in-person and telehealth visits for urgent orthopedic needs, call Orlin and Cohen to speak with a member of the team. Orlin and Cohen, official sports medicine provider of the New York Riptide. We took a minute off and we're back now. The current is back and I'm so excited. Our first guest back heading into the second season for the New York Riptide, Damon Edwards. Damon, thanks for joining me. Welcome to the team. Welcome to the current. How are you? Uh, I'm doing great. Uh, you know, thank you for, for having me on here today. I'm uh, you know, super excited to, to be here and then to be a part of this uh, organization. We're going to dive into a couple of different things on the podcast, and I just want to start with the fact that you're coming to New York, you are on a one-year deal, you spent eight seasons with the Toronto Rock, uh, your hometown, and, and now you get a chance to transition to a team that's really exciting, and this is the second season for the Riptide. They've added a lot of new faces, the coaching staff, the front office. And I think that there's a buzz around the Riptide right now. There's a buzz in Long Island, on Long Island. I'm not from there, so I still say in <laughs> instead of on. But from your perspective, I know we'll talk about some of the connections you have, but how excited are you to be a part of this team? I, I'm so thrilled. Um, you know, it's kind of like, uh, you know, bringing me back to my almost, uh, my rookie seasons, you know, just how, how excited I am to get, um, you know, started with this team and, you know, everyone's had, um, you know, this, this time off now because of, um, you know, the pandemic, um, you know, so I think it makes it that much more, um, exciting to get on the floor, but, you know, I couldn't be more thrilled to, to get in front of this, this new team here. Um, you know, it's a it's a young team. Uh, I'm going to be, I guess, considered one of the, the the older guys on the team. But you know, I, I think I'm going to relish in that um, in that veteran kind of leadership role here. You have a connection to Danny Mac, who also is very forthcoming about being a veteran, quote unquote, older guy. And he have never has a problem talking about it, which I enjoy very much. He owns it, um, but he, you know, has been an incredible and, and a fierce leader for this team, especially in the inaugural season, um, scored the, the very first, um, you know, the game winning goal, uh, for the team as well in the first win for the team. So kind of, you know, a nice moment for him, but, um, other connections that you have to this team that you're looking forward to kind of reigniting. 
Yeah, well, to start with Danny Mac, there, you know, it's it, I think it's hard to say anything bad about um, about that guy. He's uh, you know an incredible leader. Uh, I got the chance to play um, actually some lacrosse with him back in Ontario, and you know to see to see how he leads, you know, you know on and off the floor. I'm uh, I'm excited to to be with him on that front, and uh, you know, coaching wise, uh, you know, Dan Latissuri. I was lucky enough to be um, coached by him um, by the Rock. Uh, on the DN. So, you know, I, I'm excited to, to get back, um, back with him and, um, you know, the, the riptide there's, it's, it's a young, a young team, um, a young new team. And it, it's really, um, it's exciting, you know, a couple of first round picks the last few years, you know, you got Jeff T there now it's, um, it's an exciting time for, for New York. So I'm, uh, you know, I'm just really excited to be, um, to be a part of this. How much prep goes into transitioning? Because you haven't really had to do it throughout your career in the NLL. Um, you obviously need to learn new teammates coming to you, but now you're going to them, so to speak. How much homework are you doing to get to know some of the newer teammates that you haven't met through the lacrosse world yet? Yeah, well, you know, I just had kind of a, a meeting with um, the coaches and another player on the team, you know, just going through, um, you know, our, even our defensive systems and everything like that. But, you know, we're, we're connected, um, you know, through, uh, we have a group together, um, you know, instant chat that, you know, we always kind of talk to there. So getting to know the guys, um, you know, through that. But, you know, I think, you know, the best way to get to know these guys is going to be, um, you know, at camp. And, you know, I think it's going to be, extremely important that you know we um you know we spend some time together there you know whether it's through lunch dinner and all that and I think that's kind of the best way to um to get to know the guys is really just kind of hang out with the guys and and talk and you know that's one thing that uh, I think everyone's been missing is just hanging out with um hanging out with the guys and you know I'm excited to to be around these um these new guys I feel like once everyone gets together in person it's just gonna be non-stop wanting to be with each other all the time because of the time that was missed right from the end from from the season being cut short and then missing the entire next season and so now you come in and you know you guys have been on your own trying to stay in shape and get ready you're switching teams there's there's new guys coming in so i'm just like picturing everyone hanging out together and just having the best time very like camp you know like you go away to camp a sleepover camp and you know you just you don't even think about home you don't think about anything else because you guys haven't been together for so long is that my like striking a chord here like is that how you feel do you feel kind of giddy about that Absolutely. And actually, I just got some goosebumps there just thinking about it, you know, <laughs> like I said, it's been, you know, two years since, you know, when any of us have played any kind of, um, you know, meaningful indoor lacrosse. I know there's been outdoor lacrosse, but, um, right. you know, meaningful indoor lacrosse and this team, it's, you know, it's a very new team too, right? There's been a lot of turnover in the last, um, you know, year and a half here. So, you know, everyone's got a blank slate here and, you know, we're kind of starting fresh and, you know, that's, uh, that's an amazing feeling. That's an exciting feeling. I think the riptide, the team, you know, I think I can say this. I think it's fair that, uh, there's something, there's a lot left to prove Uh warning issued, you know, is a, is a mantra that they've been carrying. And I, th I think that they want to come out strong this season. You'll be a part of that. Do you feel like you take that on now? 
even though that you are a veteran of the game, you're seasoned. I like to say you're seasoned. You're not old. You're just seasoned. (laughs) And do you feel like maybe you take some of that edge on and and you might be playing with a bit of a chip because the team is going to come in having a lot to prove? Uh, yes, yes. And no, um, you know, I, I'm definitely gonna be playing, you know, kind of, I guess, you know, like you said, that, um, that veteran role, um, you know, I've been lucky enough to be around this league for now, you know, almost, um, 10 years. And, you know, I've been lucky enough to have a lot of great, um, veteran leadership around me. So, you know, I just hope I can help kind of, you know, mold those, um, younger guys that are on our team to kind of, um, to be, you know, good, um, good professionals and good people. Right. So, you know, if you're a good person, um, you know, off the floor, it's going to translate to being, you know, a good player, um, on the floor. So, you know, I just hope I can kind of help, um, you know, in that sense. And, you know, the guys that we brought in, it's (laughs) a lot of good guys we brought in. So, you know, that kind of leaves little, um, you know, pressure on me. So it's, um, (laughs) I'm excited about it. I love that. I love hearing that. If one of your teammates asks you, or if, if you know, one of your teammates is, is looking up highlights of you, what would you say right now is the part of your game you're most proud of that you're, that you are most excited to bring and contribute and kind of integrate into the riptide? Yeah. You know, I, I would say that I'm a, a pretty gritty, um, defenseman, uh, pesky i'd say too kind of you know great word you you guys don't like playing against me so you know i hope i can kind of bring um you know that aspect to the team and and also my um my transition game you know like you said before you know i'm a little bit older but you know i still have seasoned um, i said seasoned (laughs) sorry a little little bit seasoned yeah so you know i i hope to kind of bring um you know my transition game into um into New York there too. So, you know, hopefully I can help out that way. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. I think there's just so much excitement around this team. And you mentioned being, you know, a good person on and off the floor. And I I definitely know I can speak to the fact that this is a team full of good guys, gritty guys, but really good guys. And you're one of those guys too. I was really excited to talk to you about your Damon 45 school program. And I I just think the world of people who realize the impacts you can have in your community with your platform and with your voice and you're using it for good. And I also think it's equally as important because you're bringing up topics that need to be talked about more often. And we need to be talking about diversity and inclusion. And we need to be talking about making sure sport is available to everyone and anyone, no matter what you look like, where you come from, um, your, your economic social class, whatever it may be, the color of your skin, gender, et cetera. Right. And so this program, I just thought was so special when I was reading about it and learning about it. And I know you talked to Devin Caney back in February, right. Um, about that. And, and she does such a great job for the league, but, um, I was excited to listen to that and then hear how it's been going. Um, but let's just start with the nuts and bolts of it. Uh, where did you get this idea um, and what's the foundation of, of Damon 45 school program? Yeah, um, absolutely. So Damon 45, I, I kind of created it. Um, it was back in 2020, you know, start of, I guess, end of 2019. And where I kind of came up with the idea was, you know, a lot of, um, you know, a lot of bad things 
happened in the year 2020. You know, there's a lot of, um, you know, a lot of deaths, you know, George Floyd, Eric Garner, um, a lot of bad racially things going on in the world. And, you know, I kind of saw that, um, you know, I had um, a bit of a platform um, as a professional athlete to kind of, um, you know, talk about these issues. And um, what I wanted to do was kind of get into to schools and talk to youth about these issues, right? Because I, I believe, you know, they're, they're the grassroots. I think we have to start there and then, you know, kind of, um, you know, snowballs from there. And my, um, my fiance, she's actually a teacher and um, she kind of told me, she told me, she's like, you know, you know, we have all these teachers in the school that, you know, don't really know how to bring up these issues or, or talk about these issues. So I kind of saw that as, um, as a gateway for myself. So that's how kind of I, I came up with this, um, you know, this idea, Damon 45. And, you know, I was lucky enough to be in, um, you know, over 50 schools um, wow. this past year across, um, across North America. So I was actually in a couple of schools um, in the States. Um, everything was virtual this year. Okay. Um, yeah, but it was, um, you know, it was, uh, it was a huge success. I, I had a lot of, um, a lot of fun doing it. And, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of great feedback from, from teachers, from principals. And, you know, it, it was, um, it was special for me because, you know, this subject, it's, it's something that's very uh, near and dear to, to my heart. And, um, you know, to be able to, to talk to students, you know, maybe relate to students uh, through my story, you know, through things that, um, you know, I, I had to go through as, um, as a student, as an athlete, um, you know, that was the way I kind of wanted to um, hopefully get to um, get to those, those students. Right. And I, I know that, you know, I, maybe I'm not going to reach every single one of the students, but you know, if I, I reach a couple from each class, I think that's, um, you know, that's, that's a positive, um, you know, I'd be happy with that. And, you know, now coming to, to New York here, I, I'm excited to, to bring it to, um, to New York. And, and you nice. know, I, hopefully I can kind of, um, you know, expand this program. And what I really want to do is, you know, get into more um, underprivileged schools mm-hmm. and, and go into those schools and kind of, you know, tell kids my story, you know, tell kids that, you know, I've been in their shoes and, you know, I've gone through some things and, you know, I've kind of I've come out on top. So I, I think it really helps, you know, kids seeing you know someone that maybe looks like them or mm-hmm. you know relate to them through that story so uh, I think that can be um you know extremely powerful I'm glad you said that that's that's exactly what I was thinking because I I feel the most powerful tool you can have as a kid is seeing someone who looks like you doing something you want to do or doing something you didn't know you could do because you haven't seen someone who looks like you doing that. And I think that there really is nothing more powerful. And I'm lucky Damon, because I, I work, um, I told you I worked in baseball, but I cover a lot of, um, amateur baseball. So I cover high school kids and middle school kids. And there is one in particular, um, his name's Ian Mahler and he's from Iowa. Um, and he's mixed. And he told me like the biggest challenge he's had to overcome in his whole life is being an African-American catcher. That position is not predominantly black. Um, that 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 just is a fact in the sport, and so he doesn't see a lot of people who look like him 
doing that job. Um, and he's had to prove himself. It was interesting when he shared it and he's turned around and given back to his community. He started a black, um, history month class, um, at his high school. And so it just kind of like reminds me a little bit of what you're trying to do because he knows he has a platform, you know, you have a platform, but like, it's really about giving kids like that power to know that there's somebody who one cares about them, right? Someone cares about you and your future and, and they look like you and, and that dives into the diversity and the, the inclusion in sports. What's your biggest hope for the lacrosse world? What do you want the lacrosse world to take from this initiative that you've created? Yeah, you know, as we, we kind of know lacrosse, it's, um, it's a pretty white dominant sport. And, yeah. you know, I hope to, um, you know, grow the, the diversity of the sport. And, you know, I think that's something that's, um, something that's needed and, and something that, you know, I think is just, it, it just needs to be pushed a little bit, right? We just need a little yeah. bit of help with this, right? And, you know, I think that hopefully, you know, with, with this program here that, you know, I can, um, you know, help a little bit, help maybe, you know, a sliver and, you know, get in this sport a little bit more, um, uh, accessible to, to kids that are maybe a little bit more, um, you know, underprivileged. Have you had positive feedback from teammates, coaches, those around the league? What have you heard from that side? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, you know, my, uh, my GM back in, in Toronto there, he was extremely supportive of, uh, uh, of this program here. And, you know, I had uh, you know, a bunch of um, you know, old teammates, you know, kind of reaching out to me and guys across the league, you know, saying, you know, this is pretty, um, it's pretty special what you're doing. And, you know, <laughs> I'm not doing it for that, but, you know, it feels okay. good to kind of know that, um, you know, that guys know that, I'm, you know, I'm doing this for, um, you know, for a good reason. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I think that it's so important. And I'm not saying that Toronto doesn't have a big market because they do, but now, you know, New York is, another giant market that, you know, not only will you be playing in, but also hopefully be able to grow this a little bit as well. Um, I know you'll be busy during the season, I'm sure, but, um, you know, hopefully we get to shine a brighter light on this, um, because it is of the utmost importance, especially now. I think that with youth, youth sports, I think participation, it's kind of like trying, I don't know if all kids are playing sports as much right now. And I think that you know, that's social media related, that's lots of things related, but, you know, you mentioned underserved communities and just being able to, again, provide a kid with a role model, or maybe it's a stick and a ball, right? Maybe it's just being able to go out and provide them with some of the tools that they need or the confidence or the mentorship that they need to know that, that someone's got their back and someone's going to be there to help them pro provide some of the the bare essentials that they need to play the sport and who knows where it could take them. I think that's what I find so special is that if you give a kid a ball, a glove, a stick, whatever it may be, you never, you could change their life. Right. Like that, that's how I feel about this. Oh, absolutely. And that's one of the most beautiful things about, um, about this game of lacrosse is, you know, all you really need to start is, you know, a stick, a ball and a wall. Right. And that's, yeah. that's how most, um, you know, the professionals that are still playing to this day, that's, that's how they started. Right. And that's all you need to stick a ball on a wall and you can, you know, hours going playing catch off the boards and everything like that. And, you know, I, I hope I can, you know, get to that community, um, 
you know, hopefully be able to, to kind of create something where I can provide those things, the sticks, balls, everything like that. And again, hopefully try to grow, um, grow the game of lacrosse that way too. I love it. Well, I'm excited to see what you're able to do, you know, with the Riptide new team, uh, this big season ahead. And, and, you know, I'm excited for, for that part of it as well. I, I really, again, I genuinely love, um, when we can spotlight things out of the, the lines, so to speak. So I, I'm glad we got to, to share a little bit about that. I also wanted to ask you about Andrew Suter. He announced his retirement recently, and I was lucky enough to cover him for a couple of games this past season, the, the 2020 season for the Riptide before we were shut down, like the biggest professional, the most loved dude is just like one of the absolute greatest humans. And I, I'm sad. I only got a couple of games with him, but there was so much outpouring of love for him. I saw you share something too. So I just wanted to hear what he meant to you. Yeah. Um, you know, Andrew, he's, he's literally the ultimate warrior, right? He wears his heart on his sleeve, you know, every single game that, um, you know, that he played. And uh, I was lucky enough to actually play um, a year of uh, junior lacrosse with him. So we actually won wow. the Minto Cup together back in um, 2009. So, you know, I, I saw um, firsthand just, just how important he was to the team. And, you know, he carried that um, across his NL career. You know, every team that he was a part of, you know, you, you could see it. He, he had, you know, either a C or an A on his chest for kind of every team that, that he played on, right? And that's, yeah, that was that was for a reason, right? He, he was just, you know, the kind of leader he was, you know, just a genuine guy on, off the floor. And, you know, he would do anything, you know, anything for a teammate. Right. You know, and obviously you saw, you know, the, the fighting side of him, you know, on the floor oh, yeah. and that's, that's just him, you know, sticking up for his teammates. Right. And that's, that's something that's pretty, um, pretty special. And, you know, he does that on the floor, but you know, he'll do that, you know, off the floor for you. Not necessarily fighting someone off the floor, but he'll do <laughs> it. He'll take the shirt off his back for you. He's just that kind of, um, that kind of guy. And, you know, I, I, I said in my tweet there, you know, I, I'm going to be, you know, I'm a little bit sad that I don't get to, to, to play with him, yeah. um, you know, again for, for another season, but, you know, I know he's got a lot of good things going on here in uh, retirement. You know, he's got a young, uh, young boy there, JJ now. So, you know, I, I'm excited for his, um, his next chapter and, you know, yeah. the team's, um, you know, the team's definitely going to miss him. Um, you know, there's going to be a bit of a void and, you know, hopefully I can kind of, um, you know, help, uh, fill that void there. Have you had a chance to talk to him since he announced that? Yeah. Yeah. We talked a bit, um, you know, we, we kind of talked a little bit before he announced it and afterwards and, you know, he, he kind of, he started to apologize to me. I'm like, dude, I said, don't, <laughs> don't apologize to me. Like, this is a, you know, a decision that, you know, you and your family, you know, need to make it this time. And, you know, again, like that's the kind of guy he's apologizing to me for a time. Like, David, don't worry about it. Don't say <laughs> apologize to me here. So, you know, I, I got to talk to him. Exactly. Right. So that's just, again, the kind of guy that, that he is. I think he listens to this podcast, by the way. So I'm hoping if he, if he is listening one, that your cheeks are rosy red right now. <laughs> and two, I, I am interested to see uh, what the next chapter holds for him, because I just think that the sport the sport um, 
could absolutely use somebody like him in it um, in any type of capacity. So who knows what will happen in his future? Yeah, I think, you know, he's a guy that just loves the game. So I, I don't think he's going to be, you know, too far away from uh, the game for too long here. No, definitely not. Okay, Damon, it is time for Fast Feet. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay, one word or one sentence answers are preferred. Nobody usually follows the rules on this, but, you know, if you want to, you can. There's no pressure. There's no pressure. (laughs) Okay, do you think you'd prefer a New York slice of pizza or poutine? You know what? I'm going to have to say New York slice of pizza because, you know, I've only heard um, good (laughs) things, right? And that's one thing that I think that uh, Canada is lacking a bit is the pizza. So, you know, I can get poutine anywhere here. So I'm going to go with pizza. Okay, perfect. And what's your favorite topping on pizza? Uh, I'm going to have to go with the classic uh, pepperoni. Okay. Is that classic? Isn't cheese classic? Uh, Yeah, I guess. (laughs) Classic number two, pepperoni. Okay. Yeah. That's a good choice. I like that. Okay. How about your favorite teammate you've ever roomed with? Favorite teammate I've ever roomed with. Um, I could have to go with my roommate for the last, you know, eight years. There was uh, Nick Rose. Um, You know, we were, we've been together on a bunch of different teams together and we were roommates, you know, for most of our careers there. And, you know, besides, uh, Besides his snoring, uh, that was, uh, he had to be my, my favorite teammate, I think, <laughs> or favorite roommate. <laughs> I was going to ask you, what's one thing you can tell me about him that he might not want you to share, but you That's didn't... it right there. That's it right there, snoring. Didn't even have to ask. <laughs> Did you have to get earplugs? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I love that. All right. What about your favorite NLL memory so far in your career favorite MLL memory um I'd probably have to say um so 2015 okay we um as a team so that was the year that our um our GM Terry Sanderson he passed away okay but we ended up you know coming together as a team um extremely well and you know we ended up making it to the championship game when we kind of weren't um supposed to Uh, ultimately we ended up losing it but you know just being around that team and and that um that atmosphere that family um was kind of something that was um you know extremely I guess memorable for for me and you know again I think that's really important for teams is to kind of be be like a family I'm sure. Yes. I'm sure that you are probably still pretty close with those guys as well. I would imagine. Right. Well, they're not my teammates now. So, well, the, <laughs> the other, <laughs> you don't talk to them anymore. Uh, sometimes I got new teammates now though. I'm over them. <laughs> <laughs> your words. Okay. Your words. Um, all right. That's, that's a great memory. How about your favorite pregame meal? Favorite pregame meal would have to be um, salmon. So salmon, um, a quinoa, and then some kind of vegetable. That's what I kind of. Wow. That fuels you? Yeah, that's what fuels me there. Yeah. Okay. I feel like you're a pretty healthy person. Is that fair to say? 
Yeah. Yeah, I am. I, um, I try to try to take care of myself, um, you know, as much as I can. And, you know, I'm again, a seasoned guy. So, you know, I have to do those kind of things is, is take care of my body so I can, you know, play as many, um, as many years as I can here. Okay. So then I have to ask, what's the cheat meal? Do you do cheat meals? <laughs> what is the cheat? I do, I do do cheat meals. I do for sure. Okay. Um, I probably have to say uh, a pie pizza. You know, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe on like a, a Sunday watching football or something like that. I'll do that and maybe some, some wings too. So those are my kind of, uh, my kind of Achilles heels there. <laughs> I love those. That's <laughs> Not worth too much, it. Though. Not too yeah. much, just enough. And who's your football <laughs> yeah. team? Uh, the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah kind of random. I know. Um, yeah. I was uh, actually went to a tournament, um, field lacrosse tournament when I was really young and um, it was in Baltimore. So, you know, I actually got to, um, you know, do a tour of the stadium and, and everything like that. And ever since then, I'm like, I, I love these guys. I love this team. (laughs) And so, you know, I've been, um, I've been a fan ever since then. I love that. So, so you are loyal. You are, you are not bandwagon. You're, you're in it to win it. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Do you have regrets that that's the team you chose now? <laughs> no. What do you no. mean? We we're we're on the way up here. Yeah. Lamar, you have Lamar, to be the future. When you hit bottom, you can only go up. That's <laughs> how that works. No, okay. we never hit bottom. Just reloaded. <laughs> we're just rebuilding. That's what that's what exactly. We are, we are recalibrating. <laughs> I feel like you're a Halloween person based on some of your social media posts. What is your best Halloween costume? Best Halloween costume. Um, probably have to say me and my um, fiance a couple of years ago, we did uh, Aladdin and Jasmine. And Amazing. I think yeah, everyone was like, holy, actually my fiance, <laughs> my fiance made all the costumes too, like from hand. So it was, uh, Oh my God. Yeah. It was pretty, pretty crazy. Um, I think that was probably our, our best kind of uh, my best costume. Cause you know, it was pretty, pretty cool that yeah. she made most of it. And, um, you know, everyone said that we were kind of a, a bang on uh, <laughs> Jasmine and Aladdin there. And do you guys have costumes for this Halloween yet? Is that planned? No, no, we, uh, we don't have that planned yet. Okay. You have uh, time. Too sure. Yeah, we, <laughs> we have time. We always, <laughs> so we have a couple backups always. So we have these uh, one piece um, cow costumes that, you know, if, we, if we're in a, for in a bind, we'll just throw those on. <laughs> Classic. Yeah. One piece cow. Everyone has those just laying around just in case. Just, just in case. case. Exactly. They're party pleasers, honestly. Oh, big time. And they're comfy, right? <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't know, Damon. I don't personally have one of those, but I'm going to take your word for it. <laughs> okay. If you could trade places with an athlete for a day, an athlete past or present, who would it be? And what are you doing? I would have to say um, Bo Jackson. So Bo Jackson, yeah, you know, he played um, professional football, the NFL and yeah. um, the MLB, and he was, you know, high level um, in both. Yeah. And that's something that I always kind of um, admired, you know, as I growing up, I always played, um, you know, a bunch of different sports and 
you know, the fact that he was so dominant in both, I think I'd love to kind of trade places with him for, um, for a bit, for sure. Great choice. If you were a dog, which kind of dog would you be? <laughs> uh, I think I got to say my own dog because yeah. I think he'd be a little jealous <laughs> if I didn't say it. So <laughs> he's, um, he's a little Stafford, Staffordshire, um, pit mix. So, um, I think I'd have to be that. And again, a lot of people say that, uh, we kind of look alike too. So, <laughs> you know, they say you kind of look like your, your, yeah. your owner or your dog looks, yeah, we kind of get that sometimes. So do you? I, yeah. I kind of have to say him. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. And wait, what's his name? Adams. Adams named yeah, after. An S. Um, so he's actually, he's adopted. Um, oh, amazing. Okay. And when we, um, when we picked him up, uh, it was, he's named after the, actually the Adams family. The Adams family. So like, yeah. yeah, when he was found, he's found with a couple other people with a couple other dogs and, um, you know, they were named after characters in, um, in the Adams family. And he was, wow. he was a leader, I guess. <laughs> Adams. I love that. That's, I've yeah. never heard that name for a dog before. No, neither did I. And everyone's like, oh, you want to change it? I'm like, no, you know, it's pretty, uh, I've never heard that before. So I'll, I'll keep that. Yeah. I love that. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. last one. One thing you're most looking forward to playing with the Riptide this season? Um, just getting with um, these new these new teammates. Uh, yeah. You know, like you said, it's a very very young team, and I'm excited again to 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 get, just get around all, all the guys. And I think that that'll be the start of something um, special. You know, starting next month, November fifth, in camp is just just getting around them. And that's the kind of what I'm, I'm most excited about. Awesome, dude. Damon, you're a rock star, man. Thanks for joining me on the current. I I'm excited to see what you guys are able to accomplish this season. And as well as your Damon 45 program, which I love. And obviously if I can do anything to help you, let me know, but I'm glad we got a chance to share a little bit more about you today. I appreciate that. And, you know, thanks so much for having me on.